the metaphor uh, for me has always been simple, effective, affordable. Doesn't always have to be pretty, it just has to work. And I think that that's, that, that's the reality of, of small business. Uh, there's some people that maybe see that as a negative, but I see that as reality. And uh, that's why I, you know, I, I have self-proclaimed, uh, if you go on my website, I call myself the world's most practical small business marketer. Um, and that's kind of how I see you duct tape. G'day folks, Troy Dean here from WP Elevation. And I am over the moon and excited and thrilled and chuffed and all those wonderful superfluous adjectives because I had the great pleasure and good fortune of interviewing one of my heroes on the podcast today, the one and only John Jantz from Duct Tape Marketing fame. If you haven't read his book, I strongly suggest you drop everything, turn this podcast off right now and sprint to your nearest bookstore or at least your nearest computer and order Duct Tape Marketing immediately because it is the most practical marketing book you will ever read for small business. When I first discovered um, the Duct Tape Marketing book, it completely blew my mind in its simplicity, really. Um, John is a no-fluff kind of guy, and that's what I really like about him. And it's taken me a long time to get the confidence up to actually reach out and, and get him on the podcast in all transparency. And it was only because we interviewed Phil Singleton on the podcast recently, who happens to be a Duct Tape Marketing uh, licensed consultant, and Phil introduced me to John on email, and uh, John was very accommodating, very generous with his time. In fact, he had me on his podcast, and I've now returned the favor and had him on our podcast. There is so much to learn and so much to unpack in this podcast. I hope you're ready to take some notes, or if you're in transit listening to this, at least make a time to revisit it and come back and make some notes. If nothing else, please get the book, Duct Tape Marketing by John Jantz. It's truly uh, a game changer. And if you have read it, go back and read it again because it's definitely worth the investment. So without further ado, uh, let's go and meet John Jantz from Duct Tape Marketing. This is the WP Elevation Podcast, helping WordPress consultants elevate. Hey, this episode of the WP Elevation Podcast is brought to you by WP Elevation. Well, more specifically, it's brought to you by a bunch of our happy customers. See, frankly, I feel a little bit awkward telling you how great WP Elevation is because you're probably not going to believe me because WP Elevation is my baby. It's something that we started over three years ago. Of course, now we're a team of, of, of coaches and mentors and we have hundreds and by the time you're listening to this, probably thousands of members all over the world. But it still really is something that I'm very passionate about. And, and of course, if you join WP Elevation, we make revenue and we make profit. So it's a little bit awkward if I tell you how great it is because you probably think I'm just trying to sell you on it. And partially I am because I know how beneficial the program is. So what I'd love to do instead is just introduce you to some of our customers. So if you go to wpelevation.com slash the podcast, all one word, you'll be able to hear some of those stories from our customers and hear for yourself how WP Elevation has impacted their business and changed their lives. I hope you enjoy that and I hope you check it out at some point. Right now, let's get back to the podcast. Hey folks, Troy Dean here from WP Elevation and I'm beside myself with excitement here to have Mr. John Chance from Duct Tape Marketing on the show. Hey John, thanks for joining us. Hey, glad to be here. I bet you say that to all of the people you interview. I don't actually. I've only said that I think three times, maybe four. Yourself, Seth Godden, Andrew Warner from Mixergy and Guy Kawasaki. Um, so you're in good company. I've been wanting to get you on the show for a very long time and for some reason, I've never reached out and actually asked you to be on the show. <laughs> so rule number one, kids, if you want to get... If you want to, like that, 
Yeah, if you want to get someone on your podcast, you have to actually email them and ask them. But it, I actually, we, I had Phil Singleton on the mm. show recently and he, at the end of the show, he said, you know, is there anything I can do? And I said, well, you could introduce me to John. That'd be a great because I'd love to get John on the show. And he did and here we are. Um, now, for those that have been living under a rock for the last 20 years and don't know who you are, uh, who are you and what are you about? Well, sure. I'm, uh, I guess, most notably the founder of Duct Tape Marketing, which, uh, you know, is a name I've slapped on a lot of things. It's the name of my podcast and my blog and a book. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's actually a, the name of a marketing system. I, I started my own uh, marketing consulting practice about 20 years ago and found that I loved working with small business owners, but uh, they were a rather difficult animal to, to, to wrestle to the ground. They didn't, uh, didn't have any budget at all and most of the time didn't have a attention span needed. And so I decided that what I was going to do to solve that frustration for myself was to create a, a very systematic approach to marketing for small business where I could walk in and say, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what you're going to do. Here are the results we hope to get and here's what it costs. Uh, I gave that system a name because it seemed like more like a product to me that I was selling and, uh, and I called it duct tape marketing and really uh, uh, ever since then, I, I, I think what I actually tapped into that made it so successful was that in trying to solve my greatest frustration, I think I tapped into what is today still one of the greatest frustrations for small business owners. It's actually very hard to buy marketing services. I mean, everybody is selling a piece of the puzzle, including Google and the former Yellow Pages salespeople. And so uh, I, I think the fact that somebody would walk in and, and with a very systematic approach that started with strategy that had a fixed cost was pretty enlightening. I'm going to unpack that in a moment because there's lots to unpack there. But before we do that, when just before you wrote the book, which by the way was an absolute turning point in um, my professional career and and then in turn my life because my business now is very different to what it was before I read your book. And so I've said this um, after I was on your podcast a couple of weeks ago um, after that we finished recording, I said, thank you very much, but I'll do it here publicly. Thank you for the work that you've done with duct tape marketing because it's had a huge impact on many lives around the world, which I'm sure you know. Um, but before you wrote the book, what, what did your business look like and what did you, what did you look like as an entrepreneur in that moment that you decided, okay, the world needs this book. Well, I, I'm kind of a, maybe an odd duck and me, maybe not anymore, but at the time um, I was a practicing consultant. I had created a system. I had documented it. I was selling it online <laughs> as a course. And I actually had publishers come to me and say, when were you, when are you going to write the book <laughs> duct tape marketing? And so I said, that's a fine idea. <laughs> um, you know, I know all along that I wanted to do it, but it kind of took a shove of somebody saying, Hey, here's some money and here's a deadline. So, you know, that, so, in terms of answering your question, it, it certainly, because the book sold well, I mean, fortunately, uh, it certainly changed a lot of things. I don't think it changed so much what I was doing day to day, it just amplified it. It took it to a, another stage, a much larger stage. I was already speaking. That was my greatest way to get leads, uh, mm -hmm. to, get, uh, to get clients when I had my own practice. But this opened up, the book opened up uh, a national and ultimately international audience. And so I started not only getting invitations to speak at much larger conferences, I was able to shamelessly, uh, you know, quadruple my prices <laughs> for, for doing so. And uh, I started getting uh, people coming out of the woodwork that said, hey, we share that frustration. You know, other marketing consultants, other small agency owners that, that said, hey, we, 
we want to work with small business owners too. And you seem to have cracked that. And so I actually formed a network and still have today a network of independent marketing consultants around the world that license the duct tape marketing methodology. And, and we collaborate to, to really grow each other's uh, practices. And that, uh, that certainly is tied very directly to the fact that, that people were able to get the book all over the world and, and really kind of in 309 pages condense, you know, my 20 years of work. I want to talk a little bit more about how you've scaled and what the licensing model looks like and how you've managed to do that because it's something that uh, I think is a big, it's a hard nut to crack and I think you've done it very well. Um, but before we get there, um, to, how do you, you know, you talked about the attention span and the budget of small business owner, that hasn't changed. Marketing is one of those kind of invisible things that it's very intangible. It's a very hard thing to sell. Our audience are all selling essentially marketing services to clients. How do you start that conversation and, and uh, educate the small business owner that out of all of the noise going on right now, this is the number one thing that you should be paying attention to? Yeah, so the big idea, I suppose, of duct tape marketing is that that I became kind of the first evangelist for for small business, at least uh, the the idea that marketing is a system, um, and that you don't. It's not the idea of the week. It's not the platform of the week. It is a system, and that really appeals to a lot of small business owners because I think the thing they feel the most about their marketing is that they just don't know what it's doing. It's out of control, or at least they don't have control over over what's working, not working, and so this idea that somebody was going to maybe wrestle control back for them, I think was very uh, appealing. But in, in answer to how we actually sell this idea, we typically offer everything. If you want SEO, we offer it. If you want reputation management, we offer it. If you want a website design, we offer it because it's basically the gateway then to show them how marketing is a system. Uh, they, you know, they, we sell people what they, or at least offer, uh, what they want so that we have the opportunity to have a conversation about what they need. Nobody goes to Google and says, I want a marketing system today. Let me see if I can find one of those. They go to Google and say, why are you, you know, how do I get on page one or how do I get in that three pack or how do I get, you know, how do I do Facebook advertising? So even though we sell a systematic approach that comes with a marketing consultant, we, we offer everything. And, and, that, that sounds a little counter to you know, what we effectively do, but it's, it's how we get invited to the dance. If you don't get invited to the dance, you can't then help educate somebody on this idea of, of a system. And I, I will say that over the last couple of years, the idea of a system has actually gotten easier to sell because I think people with everything that's going on online, I think more and more people have realized you can't build a website get somebody else to build some content for it and then go find somebody to SEO it. I mean, it all has to really be done together or it's not, it's not going to be effective. And I think that's actually made this idea of a, of an integrated approach, a systematic approach from somebody you can trust even more uh, viable and valuable. And, you know, I've, we sell actually <clears throat> um, packages. I mean, I, I have long uh, decided that, that, you know, marketing is a hard thing to sell because every, nobody really knows what it is and it's very hard to measure sometimes. And so I did my best to turn marketing into a product uh, where I could say, here's what it costs. <laughs> here's what we're going to do. And I will say that from my standpoint, it made the sales cycle so much shorter because people either wanted it or they didn't. And I was fine with either answer really <laughs> because it allowed me to not do the eight rounds of proposal dance. <laughs> 
I love it. Um, the other thing about those packages is that it, it and you talk about this in, when it comes to marketing, is that it instantly repels the wrong people and it attracts the right people. I want to talk about those done for you packages and, and kind of dovetail that into a conversation about the team. If I buy the marketing department package from Duct Tape Marketing, um, I, I know at these price points, I'm not going to have a you know weekly strategy call with John Jantz. So who's the team that's delivering that and what does that look like? And how have you managed to maintain the quality control of the deliverables as the company's grown? Well, I think it is. Team is the absolute uh, right right word. Um, I stay very involved in the strategy and clients that we work with. I stay very involved in the strategy and in the conducting and in the, you know, I kind of often talk about my role as spotting the landmines and things, you know, where because I've seen thousands of, of different types of businesses. Uh, but then I have, you know, one of the beauties of building a system, building a repeatable process is that I have some very, very sharp what I maybe we would have called marketing assistants, um, you know, a few years ago that, that, that I can actually train, not just train, but, but, you know, give them tools and processes so that they can effectively do a great deal of the client work uh, that needs to be done. So we bring those folks in, um, you know, that in many cases, uh, we have that account coordinator be the primary contact for the client. Um, and a lot of my role is is really adding insight to you know what work is being done. Another model that we have kind of developed in this, uh, particularly in this outsourced marketing department, is that uh, we will uh, often uh, sometimes find somebody or take somebody that a client has internally, and we'll actually train them, and they will become they'll become the arms and legs that make something happen every day <laughs> inside the organization. Uh, that that in some ways. Uh, gives us the kind of coverage to do the strategic work, to do the planning work, uh, but know that social media posting and yeah. response reviews and things like that are getting done by somebody who who's probably once directed more qualified to to respond than we ever will be because they know what's going on day to day inside the organization. And a lot of organizations have marketing hires, but those folks. I won't say they sit around, they're just not directed very effectively because the owner of the business either doesn't know how to or doesn't take the time to. And so, you know, we're able to take that person all of a sudden make them not only happy, <laughs> but mm -hmm. extremely efficient. So that's kind of a cool model. It's a, a hybrid between outsource and insource. And, and we do the training using a methodology because we do so much training. That's a great model because the person in the business knows the business better than you guys ever could. Um, and that's one of the tricky things when I was doing marketing and particularly social and front facing marketing for clients, it was very difficult. You, you, you kind of have to become inducted in their business and you have to really understand the nuance and the culture of their business and the tone of voice and the brand and the industry jargon, the lingo. And it's a very difficult, uh, you know, one of my old business partners always said, it's like sending one of your friends in to meet a girl at the bar on your behalf. You know, like you're, you're always going to give the best representation of yourself, um, but you may just not know the frameworks or the, the way to structure a conversation. And so having that hybrid model is a really, really nice balance. Well, and, and in this, you know, digital world we live in, I can have clients across the country and, and know that I'm directing somebody to take pictures at the job site, at the company picnic, at the stuff that they're going to get the real engagement on and let us just do the marketing related stuff because we can't, you know, we can't be at the company picnic, for example, but that's the stuff that we can direct them to focus on instead of having them just run around and say, okay, 
what do we post on social media? It gives us a really, gives us a great balance, I think, because it allows the community work to be done and, and let us kind of focus on the, the, you know, the bigger online work. How has uh, your role changed over the last sort of five or 10 years as you've been scaling up and rolling out these licensing? What, what, what is your, how, what do you do now that you weren't doing 10 years ago? And maybe what are you not doing now that you kind of miss doing? Well, I, I, you know, there was a period of time where I got out of doing all client work uh, completely and was building the, the network itself and doing a ton of speaking and a ton of writing and traveling. Um, and I'm still doing a lot of speaking. I'm doing a lot less writing, uh, kind of sadly <laughs> in a way, but I'm doing a lot less uh, writing myself. Um, and I'm doing a lot more what I would call creation. Uh, so I'm creating you know, today I was working on a, a quiz that we're going to use for, you know, how to rate your marketing um, that, that the consultants will use as a lead generation tool. So I'm doing a lot more creation and innovation of processes and tools and approaches for the consultant network uh, than, you know, than I obviously was doing long ago. But we, the, the consultant network has just picked up so much steam uh, in terms of, you know, the people we're attracting in terms of the value that they get. And, and I don't mean that that necessarily that I'm just doing things that add value. Yes, I'm doing things that add value, but the more folks we get in the network, <laughs> the more valuable it becomes to each other because you know we have a Facebook group and every single day somebody goes on there and asks about a certain type of client, a certain process, a certain tool, and they've got six or eight people that can give uh, kind of a shared experience about how they use it and not only how they use it, but how they use it in the context of the duct tape marketing system. And boy, that's extremely valuable. Uh, what about operations? Who, who, who kind of overlooks and, and manages all of the, I mean, there must just be so much going on in your organization. <laughs> you know, there, there is. Um, we, have, we have really five full-time people that are, are doing uh, work with the network, work with our clients, work with our own marketing. And it, um, you know, we've, I, I will say the thing that, that, you know, we've done is we've created systems in our own business. So hopefully that's not a surprise. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, we've thoroughly documented uh, many of our processes to the point where if somebody goes on maternity leave or something of that nature, somebody can uh, pretty much jump in and, um, and, and almost uh, overlap uh, many of the roles. So, you know, it's, uh, I mean, I, I guess there are a lot of moving parts and I sometimes uh, forget <laughs> how many moving parts there are, but We've been doing this for a while and we've figured a few things out um, from an operation standpoint. Um, and, and I think, I think, uh, I mean, the beauty of it is that, you know, nobody leaves the network, so they must be happy. And so we must be, uh, we must be doing something right in terms of uh, keeping, you know, all of the, the kind of the balls in the air. Before we get into the, the consulting uh, network and, and unpack that a little bit, I can hear my audience screaming out right now. What tool or software do you use to document all your processes? Well, it's, it's not, uh, you know, I tried a bunch, you know, because there are a lot of great tools out there that I love to look at. And we just kept coming back to Google Drive and uh, yeah. Docs. And Sheets. <laughs> yeah. uh, in terms of our master list of, of processes. Now we use, um, we use two project management tools. We use Asana uh, for our own internal. And this is, mm -hmm. this is, I don't recommend this for everybody. We just kind of got here and going back is hard. Um, we use Basecamp uh, mm. with our clients. Mm. So uh, what we found was that Asana was a, a little more complex, uh, at least a little more complex looking. Mm. Um, and so we, we had trouble getting clients to, to use it because it 
felt a little complex, uh, but it's not really powerful enough. Uh, I don't, or it doesn't function, I guess, the way we'd like it to use internally. So we, uh, we, we kind of straddle those two systems, which unfortunately amounts to a little bit of double entry. Yeah. Um, well, I will take much, um, uh, pride in knowing that we have put all of our documentation after trying just about everything on the market. We've, we've piled it all back into Google docs and we use Asana to manage our projects. Um, yeah. so I'm, I'm, uh, I, that's a big vindication that we're doing something right. If it's good enough for John Jance, it's good enough for us. Um, let's talk about the consulting network. How do you, you know, one of the challenges that we have here and, you know, I, can, I say this humbly and I can, I know I can say this about duct tape marketing too, is that in, initially when you write a book, you go on the speaking circuit, it becomes the John Jantz fan club. People are signing up because they want a piece of John, right? But at some yeah. point you cap out, you like, there's only so many people you can help. And so how do you, how do you segue that? Um, how do you, how do you segue it from and transition from a John Jans fan club to actually a brand that's delivering value and following the format and maintaining quality control? How have you managed to do that? And, and maybe what are some of the things that you would do differently next time? Okay. That's a multi-part question. It is. Uh, <laughs> first and foremost, I mean, I, it, this goes back to 2001 or maybe just a slightly before that. When I created this system, I gave it a name intentionally because I wanted it to be a brand. Now, there's no question that the, it was me uh, in the beginning and, uh, you know, my name is on the book. Uh, but it, it, the brand itself, I think, was maybe it was because the name was catchy enough that it, that it really caught on to some extent. And I think that I think if you were to poll people that would heard of, have heard of duct tape marketing today, only a percentage of them would immediately say John Jantz. I think they'd say, oh yeah, I've heard of duct tape marketing. Um, and and that, was very, that was the first intentional thing, was to give it something that you know, I could separate myself. Um, have I done a great job at that? Probably not. I probably remained, and, and partly because I enjoyed it, <laughs> but I probably remained uh, the face and the name of the brand uh, for too long. But I will say that the, the network has helped a ton in my organization now when somebody contacts us and wants us to wants to either engage one of our consultants or engage us uh, personally they go through a couple meetings with uh with our team before you know before if i'm going to work with them that'll come later um so you know it, and and when we bring on clients um there's no question that people you know i take advantage of the fact that people are attracted to work with me personally because that's who they've seen speak or you know read something but we uh, we have an onboarding uh, team and <laughs> we have a, you know, uh, an account coordinator that's going to work with that person who's going to be on, who's going to be their primary point of contact. And I think once people, to some degree, the, the, the philosophy is they're going to come in and work with me. And what they end up realizing is that that would be the worst experience possible because I'm stretched so thin uh, that if, you know, that, that really what they're going to get is coverage of three people with maybe my brain involved and that's the best possible situation. And so I, I think a lot of people start, once they have that experience, they'd never go back. Hmm. Now, in terms of, of quality control and replicating, especially when I started um, licensing uh, our methodology to consultants. And, you know, early on, I'd like to say I had everything figured out, but I was making it up as I was going. I'll be the first to admit that. And so it was, you know, I had a book and I had a three ring binder <laughs> with notes about, you know, how to do certain things, but we have evolved over the last five or six years, you know, immensely. Um, at first, 
there was probably no quality control. And, um, you know, that was, maybe that was a good thing. I, fortunately, I don't think that, I don't think there are any horror stories out there. Um, but over the last couple of years, the way that we have probably helped quality control is that we have so thoroughly documented it. There's no, we've made it so easy. We've developed the strategic partners. We've developed all of the templates. We've developed all of the uh, processes even, and even have trained virtual marketing consultants or, or assistants to help the consultants. And we, and we stay with, uh, in, in, with these packages. And so in a lot of ways, it's just easier to follow the system than it is to kind of wing it on your own. And that has helped tremendously. And if you were, if, if um, someone was saying, well, I'm about to do this, I'm about to scale up and start licensing out, what's like one or two of the pitfalls that they're going to fall into? Well, I, I think you have to first say, where am I trying to go with this? Because there is a model that is wonderful that is, here's the three ring binder, come for a weekend, <laughs> you know, we'll train you up and then good on you. So uh, that was my Aussie. But, uh, <laughs> it was convincing to you. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and, and that's okay. You know, and that's one model we've decided we want, I wanted to help small businesses <laughs> a lot. And to do that, um, I had to not only transfer my system, I had to transfer how to do my system as well. Um, so that, that was a lot more work than I thought it was going to be. You know, when you're doing this all along, you just go, well, of course you do it this way. And then you do this. I don't even think about it anymore. Um, transferring that to somebody who has not got my 15 years of doing this uh, proved to be harder than I thought and took and does take today a lot more infrastructure than I probably realized uh, going in. I mean, we have on top of the amount of work that time that I spend with the network, uh, we have almost two full-time uh, equivalent uh, folks that are dedicated to the network. And so if you if you want to do it right, if you want to charge uh, something that's commensurate with the value that you are hopefully bringing to people, I mean, we're, we're bringing, you know, six, seven figure businesses to people or at least facilitating that. So if you want to charge for what that's worth, you you're going to have to be prepared to support it as well. Um, I'm curious to um, uh, Simon Sinek has a great book called start with why uh, I like to end with why. Um, uh, what, what is it about small business that, what, why are you so passionate about helping small business owners? I just love the people. I mean, and, and I don't necessarily, I probably get shot for this one, but um, I don't necessarily equate those with the, I want to be in startup land uh, people uh, so much. I'm talking about the people that, that third generation tree service <laughs> that uh, is just loves what they do. They're complete technicians. Uh, they're, they're incredible people, but this whole marketing thing or this whole entrepreneurship thing is, is in some cases kind of sucking the life out of them. Mm. And, and I, you know, I, I think it's the greatest thing anybody could ever do. And so if I can help people get their life back, that's kind of how I look at this marketing. And I, I will tell you, you know, you, you, um, you know, you, you mentioned that reading the book and what's done, you know, in hindsight uh, to your life, you know, has, I mean, that, that, kind of comment and seeing those kind of results from people who didn't just read a book. They, you know, they, they followed what I asked them to do. And all of a sudden they, you know, they've got a $2 million business turned into a $10 million business. Um, that is, um, that's pretty powerful stuff that, that, uh, keeps, that'll keep me going for a lot of years. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. We're singing from the same hymn book. Um, just before we wrap up, where can people reach out and learn more about John Jansen duct tape marketing? 
Sure. So the easiest is just ducttapemarketing.com and that's D-U-C-T-T-A-P-E marketing.com. And uh, the sister site for the network is ducttapemarketingconsultant.com that uh, deals specifically with that network. And uh, I think I'm probably going to be back and talking to your audience again someday. Yeah, we are. That's right. We're going to, we're going to run a, a deep dive webinar on the, uh, on the consulting network and what that looks like. Um, and for those that don't know why I know this, but why duct tape? Why did you call it duct tape? Well, so there's a, there's a story that there's actually a little bit of truth to uh, that I tell. <laughs> um, and then there's a simple reason. So um, I, I did want to come up with a name. I wanted a brand. It couldn't be John's great system. And so I was searching for a name and uh, it was, um, I have four children and uh, they're, they're grown now, uh, but uh, they were in high school at the time. And it was the first time my wife and I went on a trip and left them essentially without a babysitter. I mean, they had somebody kind of with them, but they, you know, they were old enough to, they hopefully we're going to be, we're going to be fine for a weekend. And uh, so we didn't hear anything. We came back and uh, drove up in the, in the driveway and there's a, a roll of duct tape on the hood of the car um, that was very suspicious looking. Um, and so, you know, after, you know, we separated them and, you know, broke one of them down uh, <laughs> to tell to rat her sister out. Um, turned out they had a, a party with about a hundred people that showed up, and somebody thought it'd be really funny to take our car out. And um, and there was a porta potty on a construction site. They thought it'd be really funny to tip over with a <laughs> and it broke a little piece of the bumper off. And my daughter, my or both, um, taped the the got the the piece of plastic back on with some duct tape, and it's probably still there today. Um, but they left the. <laughs> duct tape on the hood of the car and so I kind of solidified this idea that if if you know a 16 year old knew the the brilliance of duct tape then you know maybe that was a a a good name and and really the the metaphor uh for me has always been simple effective affordable doesn't always have to be pretty it just has to work and I think that that's that that's the reality of of small business uh there's some people that maybe see that as a negative, but I see that as reality. And uh, uh, that's why I, you know, I, I have self uh, proclaimed, if you go on my website, I call myself the world's most practical small business marketer. Um, and that's kind of how I see duct tape. Yeah. And that's exactly what I got from the book. When I read the book, I got that, you know, it wasn't theory. It was this practical application of a lot of the theories that I'd been learning about and a lot of the ideas and concepts. And I think that's why it was such a useful book for me. I would love to have been a fly on the wall when you and your wife found out about the party. <laughs> well, we're, uh, we're, we're kind of softies. I think, uh, I don't think we went too hard on them. <laughs> Fantastic. John Jans, thank you so much for joining us on the WP Elevation podcast. And uh, I look forward to having you back for one of those, uh, for a deep dive webinar shortly. Lovely. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that episode of the podcast as much as I did. I seriously, I'm very happy to be back in the podcasting seat. I love podcasting. It's a great way to expand your professional network. It's a great way to learn a bunch of cool stuff. It's basically You get free consulting from all these amazing experts from all over the world uh, because you interview them on your podcast. It's um, truly a remarkable thing, and I'm very grateful that I get to do this. Uh, Everything you heard in today's episode, all the links and all the resources will be in the show notes at wpelevation.com slash John Jantz, which is J-O-H-N-J-A-N-T-S-C-H, J-O-H-N. 
jantschwplevation.com slash johnjants for all of the links and resources in the show notes for this episode. And as I said at the start of this episode, if you do nothing else, please read Duct Tape Marketing. I don't have an affiliate link. I should, but I don't. (laughs) Just read the book. It's amazing. Uh, You can literally read that book and start selling more services to your clients and improve your own marketing. And check out Duct Tape Marketing Consulting. Uh, Go and check out what John's offering there. Um, We are going to bring John back for more of a deep dive webinar to explain what it looks like and what it it means to be a Duct Tape Marketing Consultant because I think it's a great um, tool to add to your arsenal. And uh, he really is the the guy that literally wrote the book on systemizing marketing for small business. Uh, Please subscribe to the podcast at wpelevation.com slash iTunes. Check us out on YouTube at wpelevation.com slash YouTube. Uh, Check out our new Facebook live show that goes out every week. Uh, Silence is Golden, it's called. And if you know anything about the WordPress code, you'll know what that means. It's a little Easter egg for you. I'll give you a hint. Uh, If you're not sure what that means, what Silence is Golden is all about, then uh, just open up the WordPress source code and find the index.php file and open that up in a code editor or a text editor. Uh, it won't it'll be blank if you open it up in a browser, but if you open it up in a text editor, you'll uh, you'll know why we called the show Silence is Golden. Uh, you can check that out at wpelevation.com slash Facebook. And uh, if you go to wpelevation.com slash Snapchat, you'll find a 404 error page because we don't use Snapchat yet. That might change. Anyway, I hope you're enjoying the podcast as much as we are. I hope you're enjoying everything we're doing here. We'd love to hear some feedback, so find us on social or visit the website at wpelevation.com slash podcast is where you can find all the podcast episodes and leave us some feedback. Um, Click on one of the chat bubbles on our website and, and leave us some feedback and tell us who you'd like to hear or see interviewed on the podcast. I wish you all the best with your uh, WordPress consulting business and your endeavors. I look forward to seeing you again on the podcast very soon. Until then, I'm Troy Dean. Go Elevate. Go Elevate.